0: BeastNet Podcast. Sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and, of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet.
1: Welcome back to BeastNet Podcast. This is Lisa hey. and brother, brother Don and... Joey McLemory, how's it going?
2: Hey, it's going fantastic. So happy to be on tonight with you guys, both of you. It's very exciting.
1: (laughs) So before we get into like the bigger stuff with Kilimanjaro and Machu Picchu, how did the race go this last weekend? Because you had quite a few um, adaptive athletes with you. Wow.
2: Well, it was yet again, another unbelievable weekend. And yes, we did. We had uh, two wheelchair athletes on Saturday. And uh, Brian, one leg, one legged beast, was out with us as well on Saturday. And a couple of others. I mean, it's just, you know, I was just talking about this with someone the other day. Yes, you may see wheelchairs, or yeah, you may see this amputee, but then, you know, there's so many people who just don't understand. And you guys understand this that just because you don't see some physical disability, does not mean you don't have different disabilities on your squad. So, yes, we had four people on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we had five, five adaptive athletes that we featured. Let me put it that way. But here again, we also had our good friend Roger came up from Florida. And so it was Brian, one-legged beast. They're both from Florida. Um, But on the course on Sunday, we had three Cancer survivors, two heart attack survivors. Yeah. And and then of course, along with, with Erica and, and Bess, who by the way, Bess is one of our newest um, athletes, and she is a C5 incomplete quadriplegic. Meaning wow, she should not have mobility at all because her injury at the C5, and then they just call it incomplete because it did not completely just sever. That there was enough there that with lots of, of hopes and prayers and well wishes, some of it would basically grow back together. And it's happening because she can walk. She can use her arms to a certain degree. She One hand, she can't close all the way. One hand, she can't open all the way. So we were literally her her arms, her hands, and her feet this weekend. And if you've seen any of the photos, you saw... The smile on her face and you know as we always say once you see a smile on someone's face like that who literally thought their life was over um it, it's worth it all, worth all. And, and I don't want to say worth it all. I Maybe mean, that's a bad choice of words because they, we, we're just honored and very humbled that we get the chance to show them that there is more that they can do and be a part of. And she is hooked. As a matter of fact, she's coming to Florida with us at the end of the year. And we can talk about that later because we've got something huge in store for that one. So, so yeah, we had a fantastic time this weekend. Had one of the largest turnouts we had like 27 people. On the course for Sunday, which was huge. So we're we're, we're just thrilled that we get exactly. to do this literally weekend every weekend. So
0: but uh, I was going to say these last few weeks I've just been seeing so many posts of all the different races in the southeast that uh that either yourself or the team have been able to to partake in and here for a quick montage I'll throw up some pictures that I'll steal from from the More hearts website to show from Facebook what you guys were doing the last few weeks. Because like the pictures of Bess and Roger and Julie's son and I mean yes, my Brady,
2: fr- yes Brady's a Brady is really coming out of his shell because Julie was concerned that you know he might not but man he he looks up to Roger. Roger is like his his mentor. And, and you can that, see that you know Roger was there with him, you know, patting him on the back, encouraging him. And that's what Roger loves to do. He loves to get out there and encourage others.
0: I've been explaining the picture of Roger and Brady, where you see them walking away together. Yes. Uh, people, because, because I know what that picture means. And I think that was probably one of the best pictures of the weekend. Yes, it was.
2: Which, Yes, it was, which is why I featured it.
0: And, and so I've been having to explain that to people, um, you know, the, the two backgrounds on the two athletes and the fact that they're out there stepping way outside of their comfort zones and, and doing okay. these Spartan races.
2: Most definitely. And, and, and it is just unbelievable how much Roger has come along in, in helping others and how much Brady has come out of his shell. I mean, every time that we've had Brady on the course with us, you know, Julie – always tears up because she is just so happy and so thrilled that her son wants to do something like this.
1: That is an awesome thing to see. Um, I've had my kid out on the course, but I can only imagine how it feels for Julie to see her son and what he deals with on a daily basis for him to step outside that comfort zone. That has got to bring her so much joy and pride in how he's doing and developing and growing.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. And which was one reason why I, I messaged her and asked her, you know, it might be another great opportunity to have uh, brady come out because roger's coming up from florida and i know how much they well really encourage one another but i know how much roger encourages brady and she's like oh my gosh that would be fantastic let's do it so and you can see here again the smiles on the faces and it's just it just it makes my heart happy to see that and of course it makes zach heart happy to see that as well that we're we're continuing to carry on and grow. I mean, we're, 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 we're growing and it's, and it's amazing.
1: That is phenomenal to see how much you guys are growing. And even with everything that's complicated the last few years, you know, outside of like racing and stuff to see more heart than scars continue to grow. Like it has, it's absolutely phenomenal.
2: You know, at least it is. And we're, again, we're just, we're just honored and, and, and humbled that people first and foremost, trust us with their children or with their lives, basically. Because from the beginning, that is the one thing that Zach instilled in me was that, look, you know, we are doing something that is much bigger than ourselves. And our first responsibility is the safety of the athletes that we have out with us. And we we truly take that to heart and we do everything we can to ensure them that they are safe and in great hands when they're out on the course.
1: I saw that firsthand back in uh, April. <laughs> it feels like it's been forever. But back in April, like when Don and I were there at that race, it was so amazing and humbling to see how much care and thought goes into making sure that everybody is safe, yet has a really good time on course.
2: Yes, yes, we do. Um, and, you know, and what even is better is when we have people who are not part of the organization uh, who've never been out with us, come up and compliment what we're doing. And, and that just really is more fuel for our fire because it's, it, it's what we need to keep going and to keep doing what we're doing. You know, it's, as you mentioned about the things being tough, you know, there's also the other side of the coin um, with everything that's gone on in the last two years specifically. Um <clears throat> Eric and I were talking about this just yesterday and even the day before that, when we were on our way back home, that we both have had so many messages, phone calls, um, messages on Messenger, text messages that of people who are struggling. And thank goodness we can give them an outlet. And that's that's why we try our best to go somewhere as often as possible because there's always a need. And and I have taken, it's a passion. It is my passion to be able to go out and and to help these people. And that's what we try to do.
1: So you guys like on the, another side of things too, I know that Kilimanjaro was a little bit different than planned this year, but this next year um, it sounds like Erica is going to be there. How was Kilimanjaro this year? And like, preparing for when uh, erica will be with you
2: well you know and, and i was very upfront it, it first off it was unbelievable it was truly an experience that i'll never forget uh, just the sheer beauty and just the magnitude of it all and and it hit a lot of people once we made summit at about mm, 6 30 in the morning watching the sun come up behind us and then getting to a point where we could actually turn around and watch the sun come up. Um, But it was, it was a learning experience too, because what I was going to say is and I was very upfront with Erica and I said, look, I'm actually glad you did not come this year. Uh, You know, if there was, if there is a silver lining to the injury, it was that it really gave myself and Michelle and Justin and Jonathan, the opportunity to learn not only from our experience from ourselves, but also give us a chance to talk to some of the guides and porters who have helped other adaptives conquer. And we learned a lot. It's going to be a situation where we're going to need about two teams and constantly rotating, especially once we get up to the higher elevations. But I, we have a full understanding now of exactly what we're going to be uh, having to be faced with as far as the terrain, the weather conditions. And and I can only hope that we have the same perfect weather (laughs) next year as we had this year. We had not one drop of rain, no snow. The sun was out and it was beautiful. Now, it was cold, but we expected that and we prepared for that. But one of the first things I told Erica I said, whatever level you're at now, fitness wise, we need to quadruple that because oh, wow. you're going to need it. And it's, it's what they tell us, you know, every other athlete that, cause I've, since I've come home, I've watched documentary after documentary of other, uh, athletes with disabilities, whether it was, you know, the, I've seen two just with, with no legs at all. I've seen another young lady in a wheelchair, you know, they all have their different stories, but the one thing they all said is they wish they would have trained harder. So with Erica's injury, we knew she hadn't trained like she needed to. So it, it truly was a blessing that she didn't go. But here again, it also gave me uh, the uh, opportunity to really explore and, and learn and just put into perspective what we're going to be facing next year to make it a successful summit for her.
1: That is fantastic. So what brought on Machu Picchu and Kilimanjaro for this next year? Like, Uh, what's all the reasoning behind that? (laughs) Well,
2: you know, I'm I'm very, I'm very thankful, very blessed that the company that let me do the lead for Kilimanjaro, you know, not guy, but just trip leader, you know, be the guy Yeah. pretty much what I do for, we do with more of the scars, I mean, somewhat the same responsibility. Um, I'm in charge of a group of people and making sure they get from point A to point B, and and just you know all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. But once they uh, saw we had such a great time and our summit uh, percentage was the highest so far for any of their groups, they were like, "This is it. You're going to be our fitness trip leader going forward." And right off the bat. In May of 2022, we want you to take a lead, take and lead a group, a little smaller group, uh, to Machu Picchu. And I, you know, I've heard of Machu Picchu. I've seen the pictures of Machu Picchu, but I didn't know that it is also 14,000 feet up. I'm like, wow, okay. So, you know, can't really slack off on the training that much because it's going to be a challenge. And luckily, we... Had a few in our group from Kilimanjaro who's done Machu Picchu, and were, was really giving me some great pointers and insight as to what to expect. And all of them said right off the bat, steps. There are lots and lots of steps. So get on your treadmill and jack up the incline, or get on go to the gym, or if you have a stepper at home, get on a stepper, or get on one of those revolving step mills because there's a lot of steps. I'm like, okay, so. So, yeah, we're going to Machu Picchu in May, uh, May 23rd, 31st, and and uh, we still have room. Um, and also, you know, thankfully, with the group from Erica, we get to go because we were uncertain that they would do back-to-back trips. But with the extenuating circumstances with Erica's injury, they're like, you know what, Joey, we want to make this happen for Erica. And, you know, we're going to just give them Basically, uh, the opportunity to do so. We're going to just roll over their money into uh, next year. So, all the money that we had raised for Erica to go is there. And Cody and Allison are coming out to do the bike documentary from Bird Mine. And Amy, one of Erica's best friends, and and one of my really good friends, is also coming back. And I've already got uh, one of our big brutes, uh, Juan. Frank, who is going to, he's already put down his deposit, coming back. And just yesterday, I got a message from Jonathan, who was with us for this one this year. He's like, man, I got to go to Africa next year because I know you guys need the help. And I know that it's just what I need to do. And so I was like, yes. So I forwarded the message to Erica. And she's like, oh, my God, it's going to be so awesome to have two of you that really understand What's going to be happening? So, so yes, re- two pretty big trips next year already rolling, getting getting them, getting them signed up. So we're excited.
1: That is really awesome. Um, are you like? Are you doing this? These trips like once a year after this, or how's that planning out for you with having this new <laughs> addition to what you're doing already?
0: Well,
2: no, I, I am told that. They've already got some, a couple of big trips lined up for 2020. Well, actually, through 2025, she, uh, Susie, who's the co-founder, has already got trips lined up for me to lead. And one of them is so secretive, I don't even know what it is yet. But she says, you're going to love it. It's right up your alley. I'm like, oh, all right. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm just thrilled that. They want me to uh, to lead these trips for them and to bring more of my OCR and running friends over to adventure travel is basically what it is. It's not just, hey, let's go book a trip or book a cruise and we're going to go whatever for a few days. No, these are some pretty exotic trips like Machu Picchu, you know, Kilimanjaro, uh, Seychelles or Abu Dhabi or even Everest. <laughs> That's in there on the horizon. Um, uh, the Maldives, uh, Galapagos Islands. I mean, I'm just naming some of the ones uh, going to like uh, the Taj Mahal, and Iceland, and Antarctica. I mean, they've got some pretty amazing trips lined up.
1: Fantastic. Yes, it is. Um, wh- So you guys, how many more races do you guys have left for this year for just more hearts and scars?
2: Well, as a team, we've got The one, the Central Beast, the Central Florida Trifecta Weekend, December 11th and 12th. That's the only team race we're doing. Now, I'm going, actually, unless Southwest cancels their flights, (laughs) I'm hopping on a plane uh, Friday afternoon, flying to Dallas to meet up with Josh Kohler. And I'm going to shadow him on the Beast on Saturday. And well, actually, Elizabeth is joining us and also Brittany from the team. So it's not an organized team event, but a few of us are going to go out and make sure Josh gets another beast under his belt because he is in pursuit of breaking the record for the most trifectas of someone, especially who's had open heart surgery. I mean, he'll be, he is setting the record, I should say, because no one else has done this, but he, he again, is not letting his his. Situation. I wouldn't necessarily call it a disability at this point because he is just roaring comeback. So I hope he gets his 20 whatever trifectas, maybe. I know that it was a bummer. We we're supposed to do two, but Dallas canceled their Sunday beast. And then also they canceled, I think, the second beast or something for the Carolinas. So anyway, I'm going out for that. And then right now we've got the... Berserker Brews/Phoenix Race uh November 13th weekend um Julie and her uh, her compadre Jason are going to go up and help Bland and they're going to build a race course for him and we we're taking a few up there. I think we've got eight going and right now no no one in a wheelchair, but uh we'll see. We we may wind up putting a team together for that. One. But after that, it's it's just the Central Florida trifecta weekend. Um, and it's at a new venue this year. So I'm excited because it's it's at a new venue, but it, it's actually a little further south um, than we have been going. And, you know, I know our brother Don is coming over and coming down with us for that one. So hey, was gonna say,
0: yeah. hey, I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a little bit bummed out because Uh-oh. the last month and a half I had covid and then followed that up with uh with bronchitis and last week i pulled the plug on my dallas trip finally i just have not been able to train at all so i'm not going to be there this weekend uh pretty mike jody andrea all them will be down there they're oh really yeah andrea's doing the beast and jody and mike are doing the ultra
2: oh okay well you'll
0: probably come across them
2: In passing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize that you were supposed to come to the beast. I'm sorry,
0: brother. Yeah. I was, I was supposed to be down there actually for the ultra. Um, right. And with with all of my training falling apart for, for the end of August and all of September, basically being out, I I finally just pulled the plug last week and, and rebooked all of that stuff to another race. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm sure the world is having me do it for a reason. Oh yeah. And, uh, and like you said, I'll be down there at Central Florida. Um, we'll be doing the beast and the sprint together. And yes. at that race, you were saying you got some some big announcements to talk about with that race, not to, to steal Lisa's Thunder as the host, but but you and I were kind of talking yeah. offline about that. Yeah, so oh what's, yeah. What's going on at that <laughs> race?
2: Well, you know, after after lots of training and lots of um, trusting and having conversations with Zachary. We, we for the first time, are going to have three wheelchairs on the course at the same time for the sprint on Sunday. We are going to be, um, we're honored that we're gonna have Miss Wheelchair America 2019. Her name is Karen Roy. Uh, She and Erica have become good friends. I think they met at an Abilities Expo and Erica invited her to come out with us. for this particular race and i think it's going to be a perfect opportunity because you know it's going to be flat so she'll get a good taste of of what we do and and not have to worry about too much up and downs and i'm sure whoever the race the, the race course designer is they'll find they'll find us something uh, to have to go down in and come back up a few times if it's even if it's a ditch or a creek or something but so yeah, we're gonna have Erica, you know, our our Miss 2010 Wheelchair America, Miss Karen Roy, our 2019 Miss Wheelchair America, and Beth is coming back to go with us to Florida to do the sprint once again. Um, and maybe the beast, we're not sure yet. Um, that may be still a bit too much for her. Erica and I are gonna be talking to her, but definitely for the sprint and I tell you, when I mentioned earlier about how much we have grown, you know, we just had here in Atlanta another knighting and daming ceremony. We uh, I got the privilege of, dame, of knighting, uh Mister Scotty Griffith and Mister David Barr into the into the brotherhood of knights with more heart than scars, and Michelle and her first official duty of the as my. Um, dame and for georgia Daming miss danita Barr and also miss christina griffith scotty's wife into uh, the sisterhood of the dames and it was a complete shock for for christina especially Uh, well i mean it was for for danita and david as well and scotty but i just i kept playing it up so much for christina i'm like you got to come because Scotty's going to get knighted. We need you here because I know it's going to be a big moment for him. And a little bit of background about her. um, She was there and so was Scotty. I don't know if you can, that photo below that one, I think is what I point out. I can't really, I don't know if you guys can see much of it in the shot, but that was Erica's first race in 2019. And Christina and Scotty were there for that. And Scotty has been back numerous times. um, And Christina has been for a couple and i and i say that because she in the last year and a half maybe two years now she had double knee replacement and i was there for her comeback race and it was a very small one but it was perfect for what she needed and i have always had it in the back of my mind that if i ever get to the point where i'm running a chapter or president of a chapter that these two people are going to be two of my staples because they have just been rock solid. Christina, you know, she is certainly in the category of an adaptive athlete with two, with two metal knees. Um, and, and Scotty, we call him the quiet man. Cause he, he doesn't say a lot, but he gets the job done. And Erica, Erica was the one that also said, you know what, if you're going to be knighting and daming some people, I want to put in my vote for Christina and Scotty, because they have been there for me for day from day one. And last year, we, we brought David Barr and Danita Weaver onto the team. And <clears throat> Big Papa is what we call him. He, For uh, forming armor, army uh, guy, he is just a big teddy bear, but he is an amazing man with a huge heart and has a love for adaptive athletes. Um, and Miss Danita, gosh, she. She has become our team nurse because she is an RN. And I tell you, I, I couldn't do what I do a lot of times without both of them, because there have been many times where the situation called for a nurse or another a female who understands wounds and, and other uh, disabilities. So Danita has been a godsend. Well, David, they all have been a godsend. So um, I'm bringing them back to Florida with me. And some of the other team members that we've brought on in the last three years are coming down with us to, to make this trip. And we are, we're going to do it. We're going to have three teams and Zach has now committed to coming. Um, not sure what his role will be other than being Papa bear and <clears throat> being nervous and, you know, watching, out of the corner of both eyes, making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing, because you know he's—it's a first, like I said, in 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 Marlin's car history. So we, I'm a hundred percent confident that the team that I am assembling is going to get the job done. As a matter of fact, at last count, I already have nineteen, and that's not including Bess and Erica and and Karen, <clears throat> and also. One legged day, uh, Brian, one legged beast is coming back out for at least the beast. Um, And depending on how he feels, because that would, you know, just having the one good leg, he gets really tired after even a super. And uh, he was also there for for, uh, Erica's first race in 2019. So he has said, Anytime you guys come to Florida, I'm coming out. So he's coming, I guess, over because he lives in that area. And then Roger saying he's coming out and, you know, As I mentioned before, we're going to have cancer survivors, heart attack survivors. um, And I'm guessing that probably Josh and his family are coming down for that one. Not sure if we're going to team up with them at any point, but he will definitely be on the course working toward his record setting year. So, you know, between that and those who with the suicidal ideation or even have attempted suicide, because we will have several of those on the team, uh, depression, anxiety. Uh, I think I, I mentioned, but maybe I didn't domestic violence, uh, social anxiety disorder. Um, I mean, that's just to name a few. I mean, we, we've got our band of misfits and we're proud to be out there. Um, so it's going to be huge. Lisa, I, I really wish you could come out somehow and join us.
1: <laughs> well, I do have to say this. Um, I can officially say it at this point, um, I'm kind of out for the rest of this year and most of okay. 2022. Um okay. my daughter's a senior in high school so I'm really focusing on that okay. right now. And then Wait, June of, June of next year though, I am actually moving to uh Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey. I'm Come engaged Eastern. and I'm getting <laughs> yeah, I'm getting married next summer. And so I will be basically the East Coast correspondent for Beastnet Not at that point East. in time. And it'll free me up to be able to travel more to like the southeast. I'll be way closer than I am now. So yeah. hopefully looking more towards like 2023, I will be at more okay. of the races with more heart than scars. Right. So
2: We're going to hold you to that.
1: (laughs) I need to be held for
2: that. (laughs) I know I've told you offline. that congratulations, but yes, congratulations on the engagement.
1: Thank you. you. So yeah. I will so. definitely be there in a little over a year, be back to racing and okay, good. I can't wait good. to be doing that more in the Southeast. I absolutely fell in love with that area between seeing, you know, Erica in April and racing with you guys. And then my daughter and I vacationed in Florida at the end of August. And I was <laughs> really I'm borderline throwing a temperature tantrum that I had to come home. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked it there. So.
2: Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, That's so exciting.
1: Yeah. That sounds like an absolutely amazing time you guys are going to have in Florida. And how awesome for you guys all to be a part of that little piece of more heart than scars history to have three wheelchairs out on the course at the same time. That's amazing. And the amount of support that you have and teammates coming in, that's even more incredible because after seeing that race and being a part of it in April, it takes a lot of people. It takes a whole lot of teamwork and communication to help get the wheelchairs through, to get the athletes, you know, over, through, under all the different obstacles. Oh, yeah. So that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I cannot wait to see the pictures from it and videos and everything that you guys post, because that's absolutely phenomenal.
2: It is. It is. And listen, I... I... I truly am honored and, and and humbled by the people we have and, and just getting the opportunity to do what, what I do day in and day out. Um, <laughs> some of the crew have nicknamed me the cat herder. Um, <laughs> Cause it, you know, and, and many times it is like trying to herd cats to get everybody where they need to be. Um, but it, it, it truly is. It, it's a blessing. And you know, I even I made a, a post the other day about uh, before we went and over. Actually, I say we went there before the race here in Atlanta, um, which I always do on the Thursday or Friday before big race weekend. You know, I was telling everybody who was going to be with us and what we were going to be doing. And, you know, and I just said, look, if any of you ever reach the point where you feel like you need more or there's something missing from your life, I said, let me just invite you to come out to one race with us and watch and see what we do with our athletes and watch the smile on their face and the tears that are shed when we cross the finish line. I promise you it will be a life changing experience because, as I mentioned, with with Dave and Danita and and, and Scotty, Christina, and and there are some others who were this close, just close to to getting there. Uh, knight and, and and dame hood uh, attached to their name uh without hesitation the first time they've all been out with us had the same reaction and the same response that i did they said you know what this is what i want to do with the rest of my racing career i could care less if i run another race for myself i want to be a part of this and zach and i talk about this all the time it's, Truly just being a part of something that is so much bigger than one person. It it is a joy that just compares to no other joy. I mean, it truly is uh, so much satisfaction and and, and a thrill to be able to, to know that you've helped someone who may have just a month ago tried to commit suicide because they thought their life as they knew it was over. And now they have found a family. And that, that is the response that we get from most of the the first timers, especially, but just on a continuous, continuing basis, you know, I'm so happy I found a family other than, you know, my blood family, but found a a group of people that I can relate to, who I can talk to, who I can be myself with and, and be okay with what abilities I do have and and, and that's what it's all about for me, for us as a team, as a whole. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to um, someone from the weekend, uh, referred me to one of her really good friends. And, you know, it's, she's in a situation where she's very depressed. She thinks that because of her disability, she is not going to be able to lead the kind of life that she wants to lead. She was telling me that she's like, I can't walk 20 feet without having to sit down and take a break. She said, my hands are cramping. They're so small. I can't do anything. You know, I said my first response back to her was I said, look, you can't walk will be your legs. You can't grip will be your hands. I said, there are no excuses that you can give me that we don't face every weekend and help these people achieve And her come back to me, I mean, I could almost feel the joy through my phone as she was texting me. She's just like, oh, my God, that sounds so amazing. It may not be this year because, you know, so few races left, but I will come out with you guys next year. I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to keep your number and I'm going to hold you to that as well. Period. So. So next year, we're going to have another another athlete, hopefully prayerfully coming out with us who is in a a dark place right now. And she's, she's pulling herself out. And she even said, I may have found a family. So we're going to see, hopefully we're going to, we're going to get her out there with us.
0: You know, Joey, the first time that I ever talked to Zach or talked to you before we even met in person, and we kind of talked about what more heart than scars was, it was instant family before we even met in person, because because what you guys stood for was exactly what both Mike and I, and Lisa and Kyle, what we all talked about before we even got BeastNet going, and right. that's why when we when we designed our Legend Born Jersey, we got your permission to to use the More Heart Than Scars logo on there because you know it's that important to us that in all of our races that we represent, because every race that, that Mike and I have done, or Lisa and I have done, we're helping somebody. It's not personal competition. It's not getting out there and trying to run the fastest race. It's getting out there and making sure everybody makes it and making sure that if somebody wants to try something or do something, that we're going to give them every opportunity to do that. And, and it just made such a wonderful relationship before we had even met each other because it was on the same page.
2: You know, and, and one thing I didn't, didn't mention and you, know, you coming back on, 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 on screen here, it triggered th- this for me, but we also had two, for sure, newbies who both are, are in recovery. Um, one just literally got out of rehab last week, and his father called me and said, hey, my son needs your group. Would it be okay if I bring him to the race on Saturday and Sunday and let him come out with you guys? I said, by all means, are you kidding me? I said, you know, our founder is 33 years clean and sober. Uh, I mean, so yeah, bring, please bring him. And then another young lady who came out with us on Sunday, she herself also is, is in active recovery. So that is, that is just another huge part of, of our family is making sure that we take care of our, our um, people who are, are coming back and fighting back. And fighting those addiction, uh, those demons of of addiction and, and of drug abuse and alcohol um and which is why we're so thrilled that we have teamed up with the Sober Spartans and as a matter of fact we're bringing a few of those with us to uh to help us out in Florida so that's going to be a thrill
1: that is really incredible and also kind of going like what don said um i think i've only run maybe one race by myself and it was just one of those races <laughs> I had things I needed to work out for myself and didn't I was in my head and I needed to be there for that race but all of the races I've been at um I've always been with the team I've always been with a group of people that not only do we help ourselves but we help those around us we cheer everybody on around us and I have to say when I was with you guys in April at that race it brought back a lot of memories for me I After the fact, I was thinking about how I felt, like, helping everybody and being a part of that and how humbling it was. Um, Before we moved to Washington, my mom worked for the state of Idaho, and she worked with the Mentally and Physically Handicapped. And she helped run the Special Olympics in Idaho during that time. And my childhood, my best memories are helping her as I could as a little kid. Um, Right. I ran medals back and forth to places during the track and field on my tricycle. And, you know, you don't really think about it at the time, like as a kid, like how much what you're doing is helping and affecting right. people in a positive way. And it yes. was just like, oh my gosh, I have that feeling of like I did as a kid. And that pride I had is my mom watching her do all that and to see the people that I'm associating with. being so supportive and reaching out and helping those who are struggling. It's absolutely amazing to me. And I, like you, I will never race on my own again. Mm. I will be with a team and obviously I'm going to be with more heart than scars Mm. because it's just like you, everybody who is a part of it, whether they're a full-time member or they're just joining for the first time, there is, it's a sense of family. Without even realizing it, your whole family. And it's absolutely amazing. And it's to me, that's a bigger high than ever, you know, racing on my own or a podium or anything like that. It's the teammate. And to me, that's like the foundation of OCRs and even Spartan is you help, you help people. It's, it's, I I can't even, it's hard to put it completely into words, but I'm so glad that we've all connected and are now a part of this giant family.
2: Listen, I, I I am too, and one thing that Erica and Zach and a couple of others on the team um, have really, I mean, we've talked about, we are coming more west next year. Um, we've had several reach out to us in California, Colorado. There's a young lady in Colorado who is unfortunately going blind and because of my past experience with leading someone who was completely blind, she sought me out through uh, Spartan women and said, look, I have heard nothing but excellent things about what you did with your visually impaired athlete. And I <clears throat> am scared to do a Spartan race by myself. I want you to come out and help me. I said, we will make that happen. And, and, and then, like i mentioned, California and, Colorado, but also Texas and uh, Montana. We've had so many people saying, you guys need to come to the West, uh, Midwest and West Coast. And I'm like, I know, I know. So we're working on it. We just, we're working on getting the funds because we need to, to get our, now that we're finally established in North Carolina and got linked up with PayPal. And for those who do donate, there's no charges on either end now. So that was one of the biggest hurdles that we were trying to jump was to make sure that no one would get charged a fee for using PayPal when they donate two more Heartless and scars. Um, we've got our board of directors in place, and we're, we're actually we're going to have a, be, a meeting soon and, and and talk about 2022 and beyond. Because now that we cover a lot of the East Coast and especially the Southeast, we got to we got to go west. We have to go west. And you know, I've been out there a few times with one or two, as I mentioned, coming to Dallas. and Going to be racing with Josh on on Saturday, but you know, it's not. As the full team, but I want to be able to get the full team out there. So that's something we're going to be working with. And, um, you know, and, and it may when you started talking, Lisa, it made me think about what um, Zach and I just had a conversation about yesterday was, Hey, you know what? We've got Georgia established. He's like, I, and I, he's like, and I know you have this vision and we need other chapters in other States. He said, you know, we both said it's going to take the time because you got to have the right person or people in place to make this happen. Look, I would love nothing more to have it, especially out on the West Coast, a chapter in California and Washington and and then back here on the East Coast, we, we need people up in the in extreme Northeast, you know, like in, in well, hey, New Jersey is a great place, but I'm just saying um, because... Uh, like pennsylvania or or somewhere like that because there's so many amazing races and i've been to many of them whether it was uh killington in vermont or palmerton in pennsylvania or the new jersey trifecta weekend there's so many great races up that way that we need a presence but like i said we're growing we're, we're trying to get there it's going to take time especially uh Having the right people with the right chemistry, who have that same heart, like you just talked about, uh, for other adapt or just for adaptive athletes, and helping others, and having that team aspect, and, and just it, it's going to happen. It's going to be slow, but we're working on some things, so we'll see how it goes.
1: So. I'll just say this. If you guys come to the West coast in the early part of 2022, I might just have to break my sabbatical from racing and come race but, with you guys. Cause that's hard to pass.
2: <laughs> Listen, I, I, and a few of us, we were actually, before they rescheduled it, we were supposed to come to big bear in back in the spring. And uh, unfortunately <clears throat> they rescheduled it for this past weekend and Josh was out there. Uh, as a matter of fact, we we're supposed to come with Josh. And we were split because we already had this huge weekend planned in Atlanta because Cody from Bird Mine came out, was filming some shots, getting ready for this amazing documentary, pre, pre-documentary documentary <laughs> um, for Erica uh, for next year. So, you know, it, it just it just really was horrible that both were going on. And at the same time on the same weekend, because I really wanted to come to Big Bear because I haven't done that venue in so long. And uh Cressa, you know, who is one of our most amazing sponsors and just a great friend of shower with Shower Toga, he was gonna be there and and uh you know it just didn't work out. So, you know, who knows what the schedule's gonna be like next year, but you know, one of a um as I mentioned earlier you know, a few minutes ago, I just you know not only want to plug his business, but someone who was very, uh, a big part, I should say, of us getting to Kilimanjaro this year, uh, Bland Matthews of Berserker Brew Coffee. Um, we, as a surprise for him, well, I had I gotten a, one of his flags. You know, I always try to hang flags and banners of, the, of our sponsors at every, at every uh, event. And as a surprise for him, I had everyone on the Kilimanjaro sign his flag. And I knew he had just built a brand new facility. And he said, I'm going to hang this flag on the wall for everybody to see who walks in. He's like, I just think this is so awesome. Um, he was at a, another race here locally, not even 30 minutes from our house. And I just, I messaged him while he was there. And I was like, dude, you're in my backyard, basically. I'm not going to mail this flag to you. I'm going to bring it to you. So that was a huge surprise for him. So we're thankful for everything that, that, that uh, Bland does with Berserker Brew Coffee. Just as much as we are very excited for everything that Cresso does with shower toga. and of course, legendborn, I mean, who supplies all our our jerseys and headbands, and, and you know, that whole company is just just amazing. So we're very thankful for
0: the sponsors that we have. so it's it's awesome listening to to you talk about your sponsors because the level of appreciation that you, you give to them and the way that you represent them and anybody who partners up with you, you know, that's oh, yeah. something that as you expand to the West coast or to the Midwest or the Northeast, you know, we're going to have to define more corporate sponsorships. I mean, oh, we, yes. call corp- we call it corporate, but you know, Caressa and and David and, right. but you know, all those, all of those people they're, they're corporate sponsors, but they're, they're OCR racers. They're people who want to be involved and be out there racing, and it's part of their passion. So we just need to to find more people like that on the West Coast that wanna to help bring you out here.
2: Right. I know there's a matter of fact, one of our athletes was at OCR World Championships, and someone because she had on her her hoodie, someone approached her who makes wheelchairs and said, "Hey, we're based out of California, so I'm getting this person's uh, business card." because I haven't seen uh, Tyra to get the, the business card from, but I'm going to reach out to this person because you never know what, what might happen with just a, a phone call or a, or a text or even an email. So
0: yeah. And be able to maybe get some more chairs like Excalibur built or, or something oh. that's a little more, little more useful on the trail. Cause you know, we've, we've seen some of the issues that we run in with the three wheel ones out there. So
2: yeah. So that's, so we're, we're definitely looking for, you know, four more sponsors and. And getting people on board who, who see our passion and know what, we, what we're what we all about and, and want to help us because people need it. And I, I mentioned a little bit about this before, but um, it's, it's been really, really a trying year for many people on many levels. And, and I personally have had, in the last 15 days, six people that I know call me or message me about a family member who has either committed suicide or tried to commit suicide. And it it's heartbreaking. I mean, it truly is. I One was a real close friend of mine and she messaged me like the day before we were to go to Nashville a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I got to try to find some composure here and go out and put my smile on and be the team leader. And all the while, knowing that this is my dear friend who just messaged me, her 34-year-old son who was military Decided that his life wasn't worth living anymore, and basically drank himself to death one night. Yeah, because it was a few days before they even found him, and it's just you know just it's just been horrible. So many, so and he was just basically isolated himself because he had gotten laid off from his job, and there's just so many stories after stories like that, and and people, you know, like as I mentioned earlier as well, you know, Erica gets these same calls as well because of her her uh, her coaching that she does for people, and. And she's like, Joey, it's, it's horrible. Some of the stories that I hear as well, whether it be just people in these deep, dark places. And, and they just have been so isolated and need to get out. And they reach out to us, you know, it's like, when are you guys racing again? I need to come out and race. And and I'm like, you know, we're going to do as much as we can when we can. So it's it's, it's been, it's been really trying. And, and hopefully- if we get the right corporate sponsors in place and, and get, you know, the bottom line is getting the money coming in. Dot. I mean, it's just, that's what we need and we need the financial support to be able to, to go further and do more because I know Zach has done this. I know I've done it pulling money out of our own pocket to get these athletes to races in which I don't mind at all. I mean, it, it's because the the rewards so outweigh the risk. I mean, it's, it's, it's when, I, when I said earlier, it's worth it. It's worth any amount of money that you spend or any logistical nightmares that you might have trying to get the right people in the right place. But we love it. We love because you know what? At the end of the day, if we help one person not commit suicide or attempt suicide, we've been a success. And that, that's that's the bottom line. <laughs> that's what we're all about.
1: You know, I've had, my, my fiance mentioned that, One of his close friends lost one of their kids to suicide and he didn't give a whole lot of information, but that is something that is so hard for everybody. And I think it's the hardest on the person who has lost that hope and the fact that you guys promote mental health awareness and support Uh and everything. I've seen some of your posts and I got to tell you, there are some days where I'm just like, okay, that really hit home that really hit home. And, you know, it's the one thing that I think that whether people say anything or not, I think it's very highly noticed and those around us see those and they're like, okay, I needed that today. Even if they didn't say it, it's amazing that it still touches everybody. And I love that more heart than scars is very um, much an advocate of that along with, the advocacy for like the sober Spartans and our adaptive athletes. Like this team has so much that they're offering to people who are hurting or have been hurt in some way. And I really hope within the next year, and maybe two years that we are able to help through social media, even through the podcast to help bring on some more corporate, corporate sponsors to really help get this message out because it's so beneficial. And you Neil, know, that's the one thing about more hut than scars and OCR racing. There's something about being on that race course right. that you're pushed mentally and physically, but when you get to the end of the day, it's like, I needed that. I found that outlet that I didn't know that I needed or that I knew I needed, but I wasn't sure what to do with it. And it's incredible when you find that and when you start seeing people like have that moment, they're like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And it becomes like, I wouldn't say obsession, but it comes a passion for them to continue to do OCR races. Um, You know, there's been a couple of times, Jody, who's um, a part of us. uh, We were, we were at a Spartan race a couple of years ago and both of us were just, we were struggling and she, casually dropped into the conversation. She's like, you know, the festival's right there. And I just looked at her and I'm like, you are not allowed to casually quit. And she just kind of looked at me and I'm like, yeah, I heard that. I'm just going to casually ignore that little drop about just giving up. And that has actually become like a joke between the two of us. Um, If I can't race with her and I haven't for a while, I will send her a voice message on race day and say, just so you know, you are not allowed to casually quit. And I, it's kind of like a little pep talk and that's um, I think that's something with more heart than scars. You just can't quit. You can't quit.
2: No, we, 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 yeah, you will not quit. And you know, that's, you know, since, Oh boy, in the last Three years. And we may have spoke about this last time, but I've I've now gotten my my peer support recovery coaching certification and my mental health and wellness coaching certification. And as I mentioned, I think Dawn was on the screen about one of my dear friends who called me about her son. That was the first thing that she typed in her message was whatever you do, do not stop posting on mental health because right now I'm hanging on by a thread and I'm almost saying this verbatim right now. I'm hanging on by a thread. My son was just found dead. He literally drank himself to death. And what you said in one of your posts is really is what's keeping me from not losing it myself right now. So she said again, so please don't ever stop, you know, and I I even, I think I may have paraphrased it, but I, I got her permission. I said, do you mind if I share this? Because, People need to know this. And throughout this whole pandemic, you know, there's been so much focus on so much negative. and, And yes, I don't want to say it's negative, but we certainly have not put enough attention on the people who are struggling mentally with mental health and wellness because I get daily emails and updates and Lisa and Don, it is unbelievable, the statistics now for people who've committed suicide, attempted suicide. Um, the drug and rehab facilities are overflowing. The mental health hospitals are overflowing. Um, and and, and it, it, it's just mind blowing. And, and what's even, I don't want to say more sad, but part of that sad statistic is it is the highest in the 13 to 17 year old range. And a lot of it has to do with uh, social media bullying and and peer pressure and isolation. And and it's very sad. It is truly very sad. And, and also I've just heard from uh, this report that I get from uh, the veterans administration that, you know, even the VA hospitals are overflowing and they're having to, and they're having to turn veterans away at a rate that they are too embarrassed to even talk about because they're full. I mean, it's just it's very sad, which is why I have made it a mission. You know, I started seven years ago and this is not a pat on my back. This is just the, my passion and it's my mission to spread the awareness for mental health and also for suicide awareness. You know, started seven years ago with a 22 push-up challenge, and I've never stopped. You know, it used to be once on Wednesdays because of Warrior Wednesday, but then when another dear friend of mine committed suicide two years and 465 days ago, I started doing push-ups every day and posting it every day because... You know, like I said, the statistics are going through the roof and, and we're up to one hundred and thirty five people a day. That's yes. The, the, the largest number of that is in the veteran and the military population who commit suicide. But the numbers are growing in, in the other populations as well. And it's up to one hundred thirty five a day. And I, <clears throat> you know, as long as I can draw breath, as long as I physically can do it, I, I am going to keep doing my push-ups, and I'm going to keep posting my mental health awareness and suicide awareness uh, post, because we need that out there because the stigma is horrible. And that's, that's my passion is to help break the stigma and let everybody out there know that, look, if you're suffering, talk to somebody, whether it's a professional or a friend, and tell them what's going on. And for those of us who thankfully are not suffering, if you notice the warning signs or if you don't know the warning signs, learn them. And if you see someone who's struggling or you think maybe they're struggling, you know what? Just ask them, hey, are you okay? What's going on? I mean, sometimes that's all it takes is just a kind word and to show someone that you care. So anyway, sorry, That's yeah, I could I could talk about this all night. But.
0: And, you know, Joey, you and I probably need to just sit down and do a whole episode on mental health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I personally, I, I fell off the push-up wagon when my granddaughter got placed with me. Um, right. Be, being awake for 24 hours a day, I just kind of lost my passion a little bit. But talking with you and uh, remembering why I was doing it, I think we're going to start that back up because it doesn't uh, doesn't get to the West Coast if I don't do it, too. Right. So, well, thank you, brother. I, I hope you do.
2: And I, uh, yeah. It'd be amazing. I miss, um, I miss seeing your post every morning.
0: Yeah, it's killing me. Um, we're kind of running up against time right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, God. Yeah, we have been. See, we could. <laughs> I didn't realize
1: it was already done. See, I told you, just past
2: my bedtime, man. I got the <laughs> I how, my pajamas on. That's just how.
1: That's just how family is. That's yep. <laughs> right. That's how See, family is. Talk, you can just sit there and talk, talk, talk.
2: <laughs> talk, talk, talk. That's why we need to. We need to find a way to get together more often.
0: Very true. As soon as we get the the 2022 Spartan calendar completed, um, hopefully you and I can sit down and map out some, some Midwest or some West coast ones where we can meet up, especially Colorado. We've been talking about that one for two years. Now we just need to to get down there and race with her.
2: And I've been promising her name is Tammy. I've been promising Tammy. I was going to get out there and guide her through some races and I got to make it happen.
0: Yep the the COVID rescheduling has just made it real tough. So, 2022, we're gonna get out with Tammy. We got to do that, and uh, yeah. and here in a few weeks, you know, you got the the Berserker race with yeah. uh, Julie and Bland, and then in December, if you're listening to this and you've got the means, get down to Florida, Central Florida, December 11th, 12th, 13th, whatever that is, that weekend, yeah. and come Let- race with us. Yes, please do.
2: Love to have. And, you. It's
0: an amazing. It's an amazing feeling you will never finish a race and feel the way that you feel when you finish the race with, with more heart than scars. So, so That's please come join totally, us. Yes, please.
1: Do. Totally, agree. Love to totally agree on that one. Um, yeah. We will have the links hopefully to your trips for next year so that people if they're interested, they can come find it. And um, the same with More Heart Than Scars, how to reach out to donate if people want to, how to contact if somebody wants to come race. And then I think also one of the other things you should Mm -hmm. have on there is our mental health suicide prevention link as well. So people, if they need help to reach out and of course, you know, all of us are available via our social media accounts. So if someone's struggling, don't hesitate to reach out. And like you said, if you see somebody struggling, reach out and check up on them.
2: Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's so important. It's so important to, to check on one another.
1: Well, Joey, thank you so much for coming on again. <laughs> it's been awesome to talk to you. Um I- it's I just I can't wait till I can see you guys more often and talk to you guys and be together more often. I'm super excited about that, and your thank races you. I, I I can't wait to see everything that happens from Florida because that's absolutely amazing. and I'm yeah. maybe just a little jealous that dawn's going <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah thank you and and uh, I look forward to to seeing seeing you in the near future, hopefully and Thank you so much for having me on tonight. I always love coming on, on the podcast.
1: (laughs) You are so welcome. I hope you guys both have a wonderful night. And everybody, thank you guys for listening, for watching and follow us. If you have suggestions for a show or somebody you want on, message us. More like message Dawn. (laughs) All right. Have a great night, you guys. Good night, guys.
0: Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you like the BeastNet? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at BeastNetPod.
1: Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast